Okay. Hello, 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 lovely people. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about my favorite topic ever, which is Black women. And I love talking about Black women. I think we're phenomenal. Yeah, not much to be said. But we're also going to be talking about the stereotypes that Black women have had to face. And, you know, me and Caroline's personal experiences. Yeah. So, yeah. Caroline, would you like to talk about, like, the angry Black woman stereotype? Oh, God. Okay. I feel like the angry Black woman stereotype comes with the demonizing of Black people. But I feel like Black women are the main target because a lot of times Black women don't, like, they don't take things lightly, like racism lightly. Like, if they feel like something's racist or something's wrong, they're, like, one of the first people to speak up on it. I agree. I feel like the angry Black woman stereotype in particular, I feel like it was, like, designed for Black women to not vocalize their thoughts and opinions. And, like, if something's bothering them, they can't verbally say it um, unless they say it in a certain way where it's, like, oh, this is bothering me. Like, they can't, like, express, like, in their truest form how it's bothering them. Like, if they're upset, they can't yell, they can't cry, or else they seem crazy and, like, you know, aggressive. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. It does lead up to, like, um, them not even want to, not want to view that way and, like, suppressing their emotions and suppressing how they really feel about them. So, yeah, um, I feel like there's clear examples of the angry Black woman, like, the media and everything like that. I don't think that it's going to go away anytime soon if it ever goes away. And it's just, it's draining. It's not, it's one of the stereotypes in particular where it affects how Black women act. And, like, if you can't, like act on your emotions or like just express yourself then you're just gonna hold all of that in and that's not gonna be good for you but like that's what black women have been having to do this whole time just hold on to their emotions and act like everything's fine if something's clearly bothering them i feel like that kind of ties into the um the strong black woman stereotype mm, that definitely does you want to explain how? Because I feel like, um, what's it called? So you know how, like, they have to keep their emotions in, and then people view them as, like, oh, you're so strong for keeping so quiet about this, or you're so strong for, like, dealing with all this, um, all these racism or prejudice. And it's just, like, a lot of times they don't want to be strong. They do want to let out, but it's, like, hard for them. I agree. Have you, like, I don't know if this has ever happened to you as a child, but, like, I've been playing, like, multiple positions where I acted very mature for my age, given what was going on around me, and people obviously kept calling me strong. Oh, you're so strong. Oh, you're so brave. Oh, you're so this, that, and that. And, like, I don't know, that affected me because if I have to act like that in order to be viewed as strong and brave, 
what happens if I don't act that way? How are you gonna perceive me then? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. From like a young age, I don't know. I've always just felt like I've had to mature fast, like had to be aware of my surroundings and like know about the world better. Do you think that ties into the like strong black woman tribe like trope? Because we're both black women, obviously. And I feel like, I don't know, like you were given the opportunity to cry, but at the same time you weren't. Because if you cried, then, well, at least for me, I get in trouble. And like, because you can't, you can't, well, I was taught that I couldn't like express my emotions, at least not in front of certain people. And if I did, if I did it too much, then I was a baby or a baby Lala, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just was taught that I can't do that. And that made me feel like, okay, well, I have to put on a front. I have to act like everything's good. I have to be strong. I have to be this, that, the third. And then society taught me that as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I'm not sure what influenced it in my life, but personally, like, I never was the one to, like, share my feelings with my parents or anyone around me and it just felt like it was just me dealing with my own stuff a lot of the time you think you're gonna like raise your kids different not that i'm saying have any kids anytime soon not that there's anything wrong with that but in the future do you think that's how you're gonna raise your kids to like i don't know like allow them to be weak at times or like not weak but Allow them to be vulnerable and, like, emotional. For me, yeah. I want them to know, like, being vulnerable is part of, like, being human. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just want them to know that being vulnerable is okay and there's nothing wrong with it. And that if they ever need, like, an outlet for their emotions or any of their experiences, that I'll be there for them. I love that. I also wanted to talk about some other stereotypes that, like, people might not know. Um, there's, like, the Jezebel. I don't know if you know about this one. It's where, well, they're usually, like, light-skinned, and they're viewed as, like, hypersexual. And this stereotype was to justify... Um, the rape and like the sexual abuse that was going on against black women by their white masters um so like they would create this person or this idea that oh your light-skinned slave she's into you like really into you she can't control herself yada 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 and it's not your fault that you raped her they try to paint that narrative in order to make themselves feel better about what they were doing to slaves. Do you think that kind of like ideology of like light skins being over-sexualized or like black women in general is still like a thing? Um, I do believe it's a very real and present thing. So this day, like a lot of times, like with dress code, you see like a lot of um, young black girls get dress coded more often than young white girls. 
Yeah, I agree. Because, I don't know, I just think that it has something to do with, like, how our body develops faster. Like, I'm pretty sure I heard that, and I think it's true, because we, we're curvier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're usually curvier, we usually start growing our, our boobs uh, faster, and I don't think that we should get dress coded based on, like, how our body naturally is it's not like we're going out there and like purposely like flaunting everything out there like as a young kid you're just wearing regular clothes and I don't think if somebody else is wearing the same clothes as me I don't think that it's fair that I should get dress coded just because I'm black my body's a little different um I feel like the main problem is like the mindset of people who who do view it as like um black girls being like over like what's the word for it like the mindset that for people who view it I feel like there's something wrong there and that if you're thinking this way simply because um a person has these features it's just like it doesn't really add up it's the over life it's the over sexualization of black women that's the word you're talking about yeah Let's talk about that because that's also very real. Like, I remember growing up, I could not put on red nail polish. You know, I, I couldn't put it on until, I don't even know, like, freshman year? Yeah, it was a long time. I couldn't put on red nail polish because, oh, you're grown. That's, that's, that's a grown color. That's a grown-up color. And it's just like, it's just a nail color. You know what I'm saying? Like, what makes that a glowing color on me when I've seen other people wear it? White people wear it. I mean, what else? Um, For me, like, a lot of times I wasn't allowed to wear, like, not even, like, leggings or, like, shorts around, even if there were, like, men around. Mm-hmm. A lot of times tank tops too, because I guess I hit puberty really young. So it was just like, I was really restricted from wearing certain clothing. Did they ever like, whenever somebody was coming over, did they give you like a heads up? Like, hey, so when someone's coming over, you got to get dressed or you can't wear that, wear this. Yeah, a lot of times. Okay, you my thing. Family members. Mm-hmm. My thing on that is, if you don't feel comfortable with me, like, wearing shorts or, like, a tank top at, like, age eight around this person, why are they around? Like, what's the reason that you don't feel comfortable? Yeah, I agree. You have to think about who you let around your children and whether they're, like, hypersexualizing them by simple features. Yeah, because in my mind, an eight-year-old, like, there's, at least for me, like, there's not much going on there. Like, if you can't handle me in a tank top and shorts, I mean, are you, what are you thinking of? Because at that age, at least for me, I was underdeveloped. Like, there's nothing going on. So it's just like, is it just because I'm a black girl or is it just because I'm a girl? Like, what is there to, like, over-sexualize? 
are we talking about the parents telling you to dress this certain way when someone comes or are we talking about the person coming it's a little bit of both for me like like you're telling me to dress this way because you know how that person will view me and you know that they'll over sexualize me well okay hold on do you think it's because of that or do you think it's because the parent or whoever is your guardian just doesn't want you to wear certain things. No, because, like, like, they like bought you, me the clothes. Like you said before, your parents don't want you to wear, your parents didn't want you to wear um, red nail polish. But yeah, they, they didn't want me to buy, like, my mom didn't want me to wear nail, red nail polish, so she didn't let me put it on. But if she bought me those clothes for me to wear, then she bought it for me to wear. But I just wasn't allowed to wear it when certain people were to come over. If she didn't want me to wear those clothes, she just wouldn't have bought them in the first place. I don't know. I don't think I would place blame on the person that's coming over. Because, I mean, it could be, say, I don't know, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, a friend, right, of the parent. Like, obviously, they've seen you before, but if the parent is like, don't wear this, don't wear that, I don't think it's someone, it's something that has to do with them. I think it's more so just like the parent being too, well, the parent being restricting. Caroline, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, would it happen around certain people? Because that's what happens to me. Well, I think that's different. If it's around certain people, then that's a different conversation. But if it's just like, if someone were to come over and then they're like, oh, dude, don't wear this, put this on. I don't think that has to do with the other person. Okay. Caroline, what do you think? For me, it was just around mainly anyone in general who was coming over. But I do see where Crispy's coming from. But I feel like parents do that because they know that kids like that get hypersexualized and they're just trying to prevent something bad happening in my opinion okay so, i can see both your perspectives yeah i wanted to ask this question where would you draw the line between i wouldn't say hypersexualization but where would you draw the line between just wearing regular clothes and just clothes that are either too sexualized for a child's wear. Well, actually, let me, let, me, let me ask this question first. Do you think there are, there are clothes, regular clothes that children wear now that are too sexual for them to wear? I feel like it depends because some of these clothes that kids wear, it's probably not too sexual for them. I'm not saying, like, put your kid out in lingerie or anything. I'm not saying that at all. But, like, a tube top or, like, a tank top or, I don't know. I mean, like, just, just regular clothes. Sorry to cut you off, but just regular clothes. Not, like, clothes that are obviously sexual, like lingerie, bikini, all that. Just no, regular. no, I'm talking about, like, you know those tube tops? 
that kids be wearing, like with mm-hmm. their parents to match their outfits. Yeah, like people think that's over-sexualized, but at the same time, I feel like they only think that because they associate that clothing with being grown. And like I mentioned the lingerie because that's actual grown-up clothing. Like you wouldn't expect it, you wouldn't want a kid to wear that. But something like a tube top or like a crop top to match your parents or just wear on your own, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily see a problem with that. But I know that somebody who's sick in the head would act out on their feelings because they see a kid wearing that. That makes sense. Um, that reminds me I of a video I saw the other day. This like parent was talking about how like little girls clothing is just like made so so tight and like so like close to the skin and he was talking about how his like five-month-old daughter like shouldn't have to be squeezing into these tight leggings that could like possibly get her sexualized and that how they prefer to buy them boy clothing instead because it's just like why should um children's clothing be that tight on some on some of them now that you mentioned that, that reminded me of another video I saw of a dad talking about his daughter's clothing as well. She's like a newborn or something. Like newborn slash and there was another one that was like like to say four months old or something like that. He was talking about how like the wording on girls' clothes, it says, Oh, sorry boys, my dad said I can't have any boyfriends, yada yada yada. But, like, it's a newborn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've seen that video. I'm... Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, why, why are you associating, like, dating or, like, sexual activities with a newborn? I don't know. I just think it's crazy, like, how young it can start. And, like, how, like, it's, like, subtle. Like, you don't even know that it's happening until, like, you sit down and, like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Okay, so we have we have two sides where it's like, all right, like a lot of a lot of clothing like children shouldn't be sexualized based on not all but most of the clothing that they wear, right? And then we have the other side of people who are like sick in the head, right? Where like, oh, this child is wearing this, like it's it's very sexual, it causing attraction or whatever. So I want to ask another question. Where, where would you place people who are uncomfortable with some certain clothing? Like, like y'all said, the example that y'all gave with the people with that, with that newborn clothing. Oh, sorry, um, guys. My dad said I can't have a boyfriend or something. And Caroline, what you said, I'm sorry, I can't remember, but where would y'all place those people? What do you mean? Because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people when they see children in like tube tops and like those pants, you, you know what I'm talking about, like the tube tops and pants combo, right? With, with when they're matching their parents, mm-hmm. like to to some degree, a lot of people feel uncomfortable with all that that tight clothing and like when people usually wear it, it's usually worn in like a very product. Um, attractive manner so it's like where would you place people who find it 
very uncomfortable for children to be wearing those things. I don't think that I would necessarily place them anywhere. Like, I don't know how to answer your question because at the end of the day, it's your kid. Like, dress them however you want. But at the same time, like, make smart decisions, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I agree with Winnie on that. Uh, yeah, I believe you do have to be smart about that, especially when you're, like, posting on social media because, like, the most innocent thing, like, like a child matching their parents wearing a tube top can be taken so wrong by many others. Like, I feel like many times you have to shield your child on social media. Definitely. I also I mean, think yeah. that... No, I was going to say, yeah, you, you'd have to do that anyway. I think uh, you'd have to be very reckless to have your child be painted in like a certain light. Because obviously you have to understand if, if your child is wearing something that you're wearing and you're wearing it very attractive, people are automatically going to be like, oh, that's kind of inappropriate, kind of making me uncomfortable. And that's you're never going to be, be able to control what people are saying on the internet. So it's like, you you have to be responsible. You can't be reckless and things like that. I was just going to say that like a possible solution is like if you're going to get something it's particularly on the bottom part, get it like a little bit bigger not too big to where it like falls off but like a little bit bigger so that it's not like as tight and like as form-fitting on a kid because one I don't think tight clothes are good for them anyways like no air no circulation no nothing well like that could probably help a little bit but I don't know Um, I feel like the children example is not the only way the black women are hypersexualized. Like you see in like music videos, especially like rap music videos nowadays. There's like, you know, black women with pronoun features dancing in the background. And I think that adds a lot to like the children aspect of it though. What do you mean by that? Like, hmm, like we see like women like let's use Nicki Minaj for example. She's known for having you know bigger features than most, I guess. And I feel like, and then she's always wearing like provocative clothing at some point. And like that's a, like a lot for different black women in music videos. And I feel like that image can always get like associated with just like black girls in general do you think it's her job to dress a certain way in order to you know like help black girls image like I feel like 
if it wasn't Nikki, it's going to be somebody else. It's going to be Cardi. If it's not Cardi, then they're going to talk about Beyonce. Regardless of what they wear, I feel like somebody's going to talk about or complain about something. I mean, we're already seeing this trend anyway. Like you said, you have Nikki, Cardi, you have the City Girls, you have Mulatto, you have all these these newer, more notable female rappers who are a lot more sexual and a lot and very sexualized in their music videos, in their raps, how they carry themselves, in different avenues of their their um their career. It's like there I feel like there's many reasons as to why that happened. One reason I think is because well, I think there's two reasons, right? One reason is because there's this always there's always this condemnation of like sexuality and being sexual and like with women, right? And like, oh, if you do this, you're a hoe, you do this, you're 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 a thought, all that. Um like people who are like people who are very sexualized in a negative manner, or people who are condemned for being sexual, right? There's always gonna be something that that is always created in retaliation. And like y'all said, I think another another reason for that is the the sexualization of, of black women, right? So you combine those two and it's like you have your money maker almost. Cause take for example, I think what I what I've seen online as an example is like Cardi B, right? I, I, I never really listened to her music like that, but I do remember her, like, that one, that one song where she started to blow up on, it wasn't, it was before Bodak Yellow, it was like that one song where she was rapping about street stuff, you know, Robin, all that, and then now we're at this point where it's like, we're talking about all of this sexual things, twerking, you know, this, that, and the third. So it's like I feel like it's a combination of those, and that and that and that trickles down to people who listen to it, and that trickles down to, you know, the people that listen to it and to their children. So I think that's the cycle which happens. In a way, go ahead. Sorry. In a way, I feel like. Because you know how you said um, before her stuff was, like, more, like, street stuff and it, like, shifted into, like, more provocative stuff and more Mm. sexualized stuff. I feel like, in a way, like, Black artists don't... It's not common... Come on. (laughs) It's not common for Black artists (laughs) to get... (laughs) I don't know. What was that, bro? It's not common for black artists, like black women artists, to get noticed unless they are hypersexualized, unless they act sexual. Mm-hmm. So I think that also plays into it. Because even if they don't listen to their music, they're definitely going to listen. They're going to watch the music video at least once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that contributes to the black women's success. You don't have, and like, the clips that be going around of the music video, they be circling. It gives them more publicity. It attracts new people. I understand that. I don't know. 
Oversexualization of black women in general, and it shouldn't be a thing, but it is, and that's what's causing these artists to profit, and they know it. They know it. You think they should be taking advantage of it? But when you put it like that, they are part of the problem in, in a way. Do you think it's fair that the only way that they can succeed in the industry is to act this way? I don't think it's fair, but I'm saying it's when you when you do realize it and it's like a common thing, do you continue to, to profit off it and piling on a success or do you do something to stop it? I feel like it's a way for them to reclaim some of that power that has been taken away from them because you're in a society where you can't act this way without being reprimanded and now they're openly acting this way and just being sexual and I feel like sometimes black women are so over sexualized where it's a crime to be sexual like you can't act this way without people thinking that you're just the sexual being and yeah you could be but like that's not what you want to be seen as and only that you know what I'm saying you don't want to only be seen as a sexual being like you want to be seen as more if that makes sense okay you I'm only like a clarification so is it like a a, a reclamation of being sexual or is it like we need to stop sexualizing black women or over women? I think in terms of what I was trying to say in the beginning I think we should stop over sexualizing black women and black children black girls but what these artists are doing is that they're trying to reclaim that power by through their music and through their music videos so it's like two different concepts because you wanted to talk about the black artists. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I okay. I can okay. I understand what you what you're saying now. Okay. okay. So when do you think something is too much? When do you think it, it's it's instead of reclaiming the idea of sexualization? When does it become okay? This is just this is this is profitable. So now I'm going to do this. Depending on how you look at it, anything could be too much. It just depends on your limit. And like, like I can't say for sure. Okay, when Cardi and uh, Megan were performing, that was too much because in other people's opinions, it wasn't too much. And I was just indifferent about it. It is what it is. I feel like it depends on your morals, what you believe in, and yada yada yada. John, what about you? Right, mad quiet. I was going to say with like the artists and the people who listen to the artists, I feel like it's kind of a two-sided cycle because it's like it's what people want to see. It's like what what's like out there right now, like what's the hype. But it's like um, it's what the artists feel like will get them noticed. So it's just like it's like, I don't even know what I'm saying. 
I feel like it's not 100% either party's fault because that's what people want and then that's what people want and then that's what people see. All right. So let me ask one more question, right? I'm pretty sure I said that before, but one more question. Do you think the people that don't take those avenues as going, going over super sexual are outliers or do you think that they just took another route and are profiting off of it? For those who don't go super sexual? Yeah, because I mean, in rap, the, the culture has always been like, you know, money, power, women, you know, the, the typical, you know, scene of rap, right? And it's it's kind of been the same how it's been now to to a degree in in rap for women, right? So it's like damn I forgot my question. I think I get what you're trying to say. I do I remember, I remember. So it's like Understanding that people have done things differently, right? Without going overly sexual, like over over sexualizing themselves, right? Do they consider themselves outliers, or are they like people who found a new way to do it? I feel like it depends on how. I feel like it depends on how you view it because many people who are like used to like the typical rap scene. I feel like it depends on who the viewer is and what they're accustomed to because people who are used to viewing and seeing the typical rap scenery might view um, women who go outside of the sexualization as outliers but for me personally I just see them as women taking their own route and their own approach towards the music business. I also want to say if men can do it if men can be very sexual and explicit in their songs and in their music videos, why is it such a problem when women do it? Mm, I mean, at least for me, a lot of the times when men do it, it's not that good. Like, not that bad? It's not that good. Like, it, it's just, it's sometimes it's just too explicit. Like, I don't, I don't want to be hearing that. Especially, especially coming from, like, a guy like I'm like I'm attracted to a girl, so it's like okay, like yeah, it, it's a lot, but there's like a small part of me that's like okay, like I I'm okay, like I'm not freaking out over this or nothing like that. When it's a guy being way too sexual right in front of me, I'd be like, bro, like I'm not trying to hit this right now. Most of the time, it really be because the music is fire. It's not more so the lyrics. Sorry. Everything else besides the lyrics be fire. That's why people enjoy listening to it. Yeah, but like you made it personal. Yeah, and you always be coming for me saying I make stuff personal. You made it personal. Okay, anyways. So what I'm trying to say is that you know how women do these sexual videos and yada, yada, yada. Like why is it such a problem in society's eyes when they do that? But when men do that, it's not that big of a deal. Like, what, what do you think about that? Mm, well, I'd say as a whole, 
that's just how the culture has been for years where um where where men who are are rapping like they they're usually the ones with the the cars the women you know what i'm saying like all the all the materialistic stuff and they have all the ladies like that's just a common thing in rap so it's like we could we could we could say that it's bad but it's so ingrained in the culture it's like no one really bats the eye to it you think that plays a factor into the over-sexualization of Black women? Like, the fact that they can do the same thing that a man does, but they'll still be the ones being called out for it more. It's it's very situational for me because how many, compared to male artists, how many female artists do you like? It's like 50-50, 60-40. Really? Yeah, it just depends. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. For me, it's like 70 20, probably. If that 70 20, yeah, 70 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please don't, don't let me in there. Oh, I meant to say 80 20. Uh huh, <laughs> don't leave me alone. Okay. All right, but yeah, a lot, a lot of artists, a lot of male artists are better than a lot of female artists. I, I don't think that's it. Music is very subjective, but that's like the common thing in rap. And I think I think sometimes, yeah, we could talk about like. A sexual a super sexualized song that a woman makes and then like you know a song that um contains sexual lyrics but not explicit i think it's like it's different Caroline, what are your thoughts Um, hmm. I am unsure at the moment. That's completely okay. Well, I could I could give an example. Like, like I've been I've been listening to to Pimple Butterfly as as you know for a while recently. Or a lot recently, sorry. And it's like, there's this one song, it's the interlude, it's the, it's the second song on there. And the, the chorus, or like the repeating word is, is explicit, right? You wouldn't want to hear it. But the difference between that and hearing a song like WAP or, or any other song that's super sexual is like, there's a meaning behind it. It's it's a it's a it's good, it's good to listen to. You can we can listen to it over over. It's it's well done, and there's a meaning behind it. It's not just saying it just to say it, just to be super sexual. I think that your perceptions on like how well an artist is or how good their music is is based on what you like, though. 
Yeah, like, no, it it's certainly subjective. I I I recognize that it is subjective, but at the same time, a a lot of people do think that way. Yeah. And a lot of people like WAP. Like they just like it. It's they made so many dances about it. They've been singing it nonstop. Like whatever content that Cardi and Nicki and Megan put out, it's received and they like it. And that's also for a reason. It's also received, but it's also met with a lot of backlash. So I'm pretty sure Pimp to a, that song was also met with a lot of backlash too, or like at least songs like it. Like even yeah. though the men don't face as much backlash, it might have faced a little bit. Well, I mean, obviously it faced a little bit. Everyone, everyone has their opinion about an artist, but it it's hard to make that comparison when you have a song which is either condemned or loved online, and you have a song. A, a certain song from an album, which is can probably considered one of the best of all time. Like whenever, you, whenever I feel like it's subjective. You're putting your personal feelings in there a little no, bit. No, I mean, because look at it. When you talk about when you talk about things like awards, it got snubbed for um, Macklemore's album, I believe. And everyone's like, nah, it should have won. It should have won. When we talk about songs and meanings, there's so many notable songs that people like. And it's not like a personal thing. Like, you can look at the numbers. It's very well, it's very critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. And even, even, even if we do want to go on a personal level, like, if you, if you listen to it and you read more into it and you understand what he's saying, like, it is talking about us. It's talking about us as both black men and black women, right? So it's not like it's just meaningless. It's not just filler. It's not a you know a song that you can just throw out there and hope it gets popular. Um, I feel like a lot of times people sometimes don't usually want a song that has a deep meaning sometimes. Yeah, sometimes no. I think they just like they don't really think much about it and they just want something to just like dance to it or vibe to or whatever so a lot of times like people don't consider listening to songs with like deeper meanings like that I think that's what I'm trying to say I think okay so let's 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 go back on the topic of over over sexualization of black women right where it's like, the, we, we, we have this common consensus that, okay, black women are usually over-sexualized in, in, especially in like the music industry, right? Fair? Mm-hmm. So it's like, when you create these min- meaningless songs just to dance to and just, you know, just to have there, do you think it's solving it? Do you think it's like, creating any help to remove or at least establish a new meaning of over-sexualization? I feel like I keep saying this. I don't know if you're just not understanding where I'm coming from, but yes, we are over-sexualized, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be allowed to act how we feel or like 
like just if I don't know if we want to be sexual or if we want to make a song that has like some like sexual vibes to it then why shouldn't we be able to make that sound that song you know what I'm saying like it, it shouldn't have to solve anything it shouldn't have to you know fix anything because at the end of the day like it's like even if you don't make that song it's still gonna be a thing like yeah it's in the music industry but it's also in shows it's also in movies it's in books it's in everywhere it's in day-to-day life so writing song isn't gonna really change anything okay i understand that i'm not saying you can't be sexual right but i let me ask this question what is it what does it help though and in 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 accordance to the, the negative connotation that black women are over-sexualized. It, 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 it may just be, it may just be a, a, a summer bang or, or whenever it came out, you know, just to, just to dance to and like, you know, have expression of sexual ideas, but it doesn't help it though. And we, and you talk about different, different, um, different things like books, movies, like, all, all other things there's there's a problem there's a problem with not only sexualization but just like the uh for lack of a better word fetish fetishizing of of black culture and black history black trauma all this so it's like we can we can definitely acknowledge that they they make they make these movies and they do these things but is it helping them? Um, a lot of times I feel like artists just put out what the people want. I feel like in the like the way we're living today, like people are more drawn to, well, a lot of people are more drawn to more sexualized things. So then artists just start pumping that out. Because that's what people want to see is what gets the views and what's it's like it's what brings the money in. So it's like it's kind of hard to say. Wow. I like I like how Caroline said artists and not just black women because the men are doing it too and they're also so, like hypersexualized, well, oversexualized, but not just by the black community. They're not no, by the black community. On the topic, on the topic of black women being sexualized, being oversexualized. Can you repeat what you said? This 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 is on the topic of black women being oversexualized. So we'd, we'd we'd have to focus on that. No, I know, but I'm saying like like black men are also doing it. It's not just black women. And I feel like by focusing on the black women aspect, you're ignoring the fact that other people do it too, but we're the only ones that are getting called out on it. Hmm. Is there anything else that you guys want to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see you on yeah the next episode. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.